0: Uh, thank you, Vanessa. Always in grand, grand form. Uh, we are here thanks to Bryden's lawyers unable to work due to injury or illness. Contact Bryden's lawyers. We also have the Signet Power Bank to give away at random to uh, open line callers today. And when we talk open line, we get to play this. Hello, Moto. <phone rings> James, uh, just on that, the, the, the voice—it sort of that 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 opener has really got to me. Uh, yeah. I'm saying I want that lady to replace Siri. Ooh, I like it. The voice of Siri. I'm bitching yeah. her.
1: That was like a ringtone back on the flip phone days. I had a flip phone, Motorola, and I think that might have been one of the uh, the ringtone options.
0: Nice. Um, well, this is part of the show where you can have your say, "Call the Motorola Open Line on one three hundred O one eleven seventy 70. For the best battery life in its class, choose Motorola. Of course, you can always text zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. Just on that, too. Um, I made the admission yesterday. I sometimes argue with Siri. And I also get a bit knacky. Yeah, cop that. You okay. know, like, I, if I go the wrong way. I, <laughs> and she tells me to do a U-turn. I said, get this. You know, like I, do you ever – is that just me? Or do lots of people actually in the car have a bit of a conversation and a bit of – bhaji bargy with siri no
1: i can't say i do bossy but i think we, we might really? need to up, upgrade you and get you arguing with chat gpt I'll, f- I'll fill you in on that in the break about chat gpt what's yeah. this well it's a new ai technology artificial intelligence and basically you ask it to write something it will write you essays press releases right. like anything basically school will be defunct after this yeah. chat gpt is released
0: Co-host radio
1: shows on Wednesday
0: mornings. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one, lovely to hear from the Reptile. Morning Shaggers. This is my first show of the year. Been away for the first two. Good to see that Jay's new year's resolution was not to make his jokes funny. Different year, same old turds. Uh, thank you for that. Uh, reptile, good to have your company. And so positive uh, this morning. A few other texts there, James?
1: Yeah, Steve from Central Coast says, As an Arsenal fan, I'd love to see the Monkeys of Madagascar movie. Fling the Brown stuff at the VAR system. And the, what, what happened in the Arsenal game? And the official Lee Mason forgot to draw a line across uh, the offside in the Arsenal versus yes. Brentford game. Cost Arsenal the match and vital gap between them and Man City.
0: Yeah, we're talking race for the uh, the Premier League title. And the last last I was on, yes. they were... Just forgot. He just forgot to draw the line.
1: I think last time I was on, they were calling it. They were saying Arsenal's got it won. that the gap's too big. A team that had been yeah. this far ahead
0: at this point in the season never lost. So, well... They got one instead of uh, three in that. Um, this one, Stuart says, should the missile's new nickname be Camel? He's always up for it on hump day, Stu from Cronulla. Well, look,
1: Stu, it makes it easy when I'm only going to be up for one morning a week. Right, I can yeah. bring the energy. Fosse's got to be up for five. Brandy's got to be up for four. So I've got to bring the energy on a Wednesday, Stu.
0: Yeah. Okay. The Camel. No, I'd rather go with the, the missile. The Nerf <laughs> The Nerf gun was, was, that, was one good. that was produced last yeah, year. Yeah, well, good. Uh question is World Club Challenge on this weekend in the NRL. Yes, it is. And the kickoff has been pushed back to 6.50 Saturday night at Penrith. That's New South Wales time. Uh, Panthers and, uh, and St Helens. Now, Chris of Rose Bay. We love hearing from Chris, the voice of reason. We've tagged him in the world of open line, which can be a very interesting and curious world. Chris of Rose Bay is going to fire a hard-hitting question at you, James. Yes. Yeah,
2: James, I'm very glad you're on this morning. First of all, the A and B
0: sample. I remember
2: Bronson Cherry. Uh, his A sample came back, I think, in May, and his B sample came back in September. I think it was four months, and nobody could understand why it took so long. I don't actually remember that. Yep. I mean, yeah. It, yeah. So, But I want to talk about this integrity unit. And, James, I, I go back to Shane and Jack. Yes. Now, Okay, where have I got this wrong? So anyway, they said okay, they found role in the system. There's sort of a four-year ban, but then the Commission of Sport and Arbitration here said, well, because of extenuating circumstances, like there was a negligible amount, which wasn't going to enhance her performance anyway, and she wasn't sure if she took it how she took it. Was it in a supplement? We she didn't know, and the Commission here the said, yeah, well, look, because of that we're going to harvest it to two years. But yep. that wasn't good enough for, um, in te- sports integrity unit because they said, no, 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 no. We want the four years. And they they actually were the ones that started the whole process and then Wada joined in. So this poor girl endured all the crap that went with this. Yeah. Then she went back to the sports commission who said exactly what they said the first time. She's a person who they trusted. She's, um, It was a negligible amount, and um, once again, um, they gave her the two years. And then this integrity unit had the hide to say, it wasn't about the athlete, we just wanted clarity about why they reduced her sentence from four to two years. The clarity was the fact that they did said exactly the second time what they said the first time. And this poor girl had to endure all that suffering. Now we've got the Peter Bowles situation where it's, is it about the athlete this time or is it about the process? We don't know because they won't mm. tell us. And they said this could take a very long time. I mean, fair dinkum.
0: Um I don't know what your opinion of this
2: integrity unit is, but it seems to be making athletes' lives in this country a misery.
0: Yeah. You're off the loose, James. Yeah.
1: No, I'm with you, Chris. There's a number of things with the Shayna Jack thing. Look, it... Completely, completely upturned her life. I, I, I know Shana, and I, I swam at the same time as Shana. The the impact that this had on her life was monumental. Not only from a sporting context, but she had to defend all these uh, cases in in a court of law. So she was up for all the legal costs each time the integrity unit took this back to back to court and and challenged the ruling again. Uh, so. It took a huge financial impact on her, an athlete who had only really been a professional swimmer for a couple of years, wouldn't have had um, anywhere near enough earnings through her sporting career to challenge this, so it would have had a huge impact on her family as well. And a four-year ban for what she was found to have tested positive for was just so over the top, Um, slightly different to the Peter Bowl case in that her A sample and her B sample did come back positive. So there definitely was a trace of that substance in her system. But I just don't understand sometimes the stance taken by these these boards, these integrity units. It's it's almost like it's them versus the athlete when, when really surely the best outcome is fairness and a level playing field in sport. But sometimes it, it does, Chris, it feels like a witch hunt. And we're so harsh down here in Australia with the way we test our athletes and the way we persecute our athletes when when they have a sample that isn't, isn't what it normally would be. Um, I'm not saying that Shana did or didn't take something whether it was on purpose or was by accident, but the way it affected her life, the way it affected her mental health, the way it affected her financially, it's, it's something she may never fully rebound from.
0: Well, what you said, great call, Chris, great response, James. Um, the stress pressure what you what you said about the legal cost that's enough to, to to drive you spare I mean that would be enough to break. break you down the yep. stress uncertainty pressure all of those things would be enough there's your punishment
1: yeah like, and each time each time they challenged the ruling they took it mm. back to court so then she has to pay for a barrister she has to pay for a legal team each time wow. it, I don't know I don't know how she financially did it but it, it would have been close to ruining
0: her and her mm. family. Uh, good call, Chris. Probably more broadly brings us to a topic of integrity units. We'll stop. <laughs> we, we, we have integrity units across all sports now. We've pr- probably never canvassed our listeners as to, do you have faith in integrity units? Let, let's go with our number one sport that we talk about, the NRL. Do you have faith in an integrity unit? Do you have faith in consistency of integrity unit? Mm. Do you have faith in what happens out of our out of our eye, that what they do on a it's daily probably, basis when they investigate things.
1: It's quite topical you know? in the NRL as well because we saw Kalen Ponga come out just the, the Kalen, other day. All and, of that. And all of that. Yeah. That was how that was handled. I, I thought was quite bizarre well, compared to how some other cases had been handled.
0: Well, that's right. Did they did they speak to the security guard who was there? We've got his audio. Did they speak to him who opened the cubicle door, Lieutenant Dan? Did they did they ask him? Did you did you utter these words when the door opened? They probably did, Vossi. Just one moment yes. and I'll try and find those. <laughs> yeah, right. I was just panicking panic to see if you, you put had him that on the exclusive spot. audio. If you had that exclusive audio, uh, while you search that exclusive... But that is a question. Do you have faith in the integrity units of the various sports? And if you want to just talk about the NRL, do you, do you trust the process? Do you trust the process? one 300 Uh, James of Hornsby's online. James, speak to James about this. Way you go, James. Morning, James. Morning, James. Ditto. Um, With these integrity units and all these
2: people and that, um, who are they? How do they get on there? Are they sort of like uh, could have been athletes that weren't good enough and oh, well, I'll get on to this board and uh, I'll give all these other athletes that beat me when I was a little kid and I'm going to make them pay back. And, you know, like you get the junior clubs where you get these, some parents, are oh, they like, oh, I'm the big politician, but all they
1: are is like uh, a secretary of some junior football club or something like that. Mm. That's a very good question, Vossi. Do these <laughs> people get voted think. into the position? Do yeah. they have a legal background? Do they have a sporting background? There's never much visibility about who these members of integrity units are.
0: Oh, well, well, I will say, I will say this. I will say in defence of um, in the rugby, league, Karen Murphy was there for some time. Now she was former police force. I can't remember the rank and that, but that was her uh, background. But no, I, you're right, James. I can't speak on behalf of all the different integrity units and how they're formed and what check they do on those people. Like, geez, you'd want to be clean, wouldn't you? Yeah, and oh right. like, I mean across the board, I, you'd. You, or, or do you need someone who has been a transgressor to be able to understand (laughs) you know you know what I mean like yeah if you want to understand hacking of computers do you need a hacker (laughs) Todd Carney could he head up the integrity unit James there you go you've opened up a bit of a can of a whoop ass uh, here what are the qualifications to be on the integrity unit and could anyone stand in front of a mirror right now and say they are capable of doing the job have the qualifications James, great call. one 300 one 70 0457-736-736. The Motorola open line is up and firing.
2: Oh, that's a surprise.